Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Listening to Ashburn Millwall Emergency Broadcasting Special, a public service broadcast made on behalf of the Real Millwall Fan Show and Ashburn Millwall, broadcasting from South Bermondsey. Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to another special edition of Ashburn Millwall number one mill podcast, Emergency Coronavirus Special Editions. Um, I hope you've been enjoying these little nostalgia pieces. That's probably about all we can produce for you in the current circumstances. But we've had some nice, kind words as feedback from, from uh, various listeners. So thank you for those. Um, and continue that thing. We've actually got a few other shows lined up this week. We've, we did um, the favourite season thing with, with Michael on... Uh, a couple of days ago now, last last Friday, I think it was. Um, lose track of the days in this kind of weird world that we're in, don't you? I think it was last Friday. And of course, yesterday we produced a really nice show with um, Neil Crazy Horse Andrews and Jimmy Webb in Australia about the 1987-88 season. We've got other shows lined up. got a few. Um, I've got, actually got a reasonably full diary this week of um, phone calls to make. So um, hoping to bring you more shows over the course of the week. Um, but for today and and possibly tomorrow, um, I thought it might be nice just to resurrect the uh, short and sharp Randy O'Miser show for you. Now, for those unfamiliar with what that's all about, um, I, years ago I read a book called The Dice Man uh, by Luke Reinhardt. And I was always kind of half uh, darkly attracted to the idea of the dice, uh, allow the dice, the roll of dice to rule your next choices well aware that it can take you down some dark and dangerous roads and I never truly had the bottle to pursue it to any kind of great length. But it's nice just to roll the dice once in a while. And um, in this particular case, I've decided to roll the random date generator online and produce um, a random date from the past. And we're going to try and associate, um, or a random year from the past, and we're going to try and do a, as much as I can possibly do on a random year and the fixture closest to today's date, which is, of course, as I'm recording this, Monday the 23rd of March 2020. So let's roll the random date generator and see what date the com- Mr. Computer produces. Roll the dice, Mr. Computer. 
1984 is the year that he's produced. He, it's, a, it's an online algorithm, it's not really a person, is it? It's produced. And the closest fixture that I find in 1984, today's the 23rd of March, so the closest fixture that I see there is an associate members cup game. A home game on, played on Tuesday, March 27th, 1984. Mill 3, Swindon Town 1. Um, played in front of just 2,112 people at Coldblow Lane. Um, referee there was Mr. K. Barrett. I don't remember him. But we have goals. Um, first half lead, 1-0 uh, half-time. Goal from Anton Achulakovsky on 31 minutes. Um, Steve Lovell in the second half, a 50th minute penalty, puts the Lions 2-0 ahead. Nelson for Swindon Town, don't know that man's first name, on the 60th minute, pulled one back, made it 2-1. And then the decisive goal from Kevin Bremner on the 70, in the 73rd minute to seal a 3-1 victory in what was actually a quarter-final game. It must be the Southern, uh, they play in North and South sections, don't they? The, uh, the Associate Members' Cup quarter-final. And Lions progressed on to the semi-finals. So, a 3-1 win. Team that night playing uh, the Robins in front of just 2,000 people. Um, I mean, I know the the fixtures um, in, the, in the, uh, the Associate Cups have never been strong, but that's actually indicative of a fairly poor uh, attendance season, in all honesty. This was 1983-84 season. So, 2,000 turned out for the, um, the game against Swindon, as, as we've just said. Um, but to give you an indication, uh, third division game against Walsall just a couple of days later. Well, actually, no, it was about two weeks later. 14th of April at home, 2 0 win over Walsall. was played in front of just 3,458 at the den. Uh, and then a home game against South End in April, 3,300. So these were desperate times to be a Millwall fan. Younger listeners don't really appreciate just how desperately close we came to extinction in those far off days. Um, these, this would have followed the incidents at Slough in the FA Cup. I think that was in 82. And this was um, there were a couple of seasons where we worked with FA ticket restrictions. The, the custom of the time was that you could just turn up on the day in, at the turnstiles, pay on the turnstiles and get in. And that was the, the culture of football. The FA turned that around with great, really damaging impacts on Millwall. Um, and made, I think they made every game all ticket, if memory serves. You certainly needed to pre-book your ticket. Um, this was contrary to um, you know the, the prevailing customs of the time, and um, consequently, third division football didn't help. But the crowds went through the floor. Three thousand um, crowds, two thousand nine hundred. I'm just looking at as I'm talking to you. Just a few weeks before, two thousand nine hundred eighty-five at home to Rotherham, a two-nil win. So. Um, the 2,000 that, uh, that turned out for Swindon were hardcore Millwall fans, I think it's probably fair to say. Anyone that, that stuck it out during that time um, know what it's like to, you know, to, to look um, death in the face, so to speak. The club was close to extinction at that point, and that, I think, was the intention of the FA ruling to punish us for the kick-off at uh, Slough Town. But we are considering the Associate Members' Cup quarter-final. Mill 3 Swindon 1, as we've said. 7.45 kickoff. It would have been a flat flat atmosphere. Don't do it justice. I, I wasn't there for this game. I, I didn't get along to many games this season. I, 
touched on this when I was speaking to to Neil and to Jimmy yesterday in the uh, the eighty seven eighty eight um, review. There were a few seasons in the early eighties for various private reasons, but also the fact they made it so difficult to get to Millwall by comparison with what we'd all been used to. And I don't remember going to many games this season. So some of the players, um, you know, are, are lost in the mists of my of my mind now, sadly. But the Millwall team that took the field that night, in goal Paul Sansom, older listeners will remember Paul Sansom, the defence would be in Keith Stevens, the young rhino, um, obviously went on later to be a member of the glory team in 87-88, but at this time it was, there wasn't much glory knocking around at Millwall for rhino at this point. Um, so Keith Stevens in defence, Mickey Nutton, Name for the part. Did he, he was with Chelsea. I'll have to check that. Uncheck some of these details, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure he came from Chelsea. Uh, Dave Cusack, who was a rugged, rugged central defender. I do remember him. And the much maligned Nicky Coleman, who we touched on in the 87-87 review. Um, always inspired a lot of antagonism, Nicky Coleman. Um, whether it was just that I was surrounded by blokes on the halfway line that had it in for him for some reason deeper than what I knew. Um, I never thought he was as bad as people cracked him up to be, but he was, was, was in defence that day. So Stevens, Nutton, Cusack and Coleman. Across the midfield, we have Nicky Chatterton, um, ex-Crystal Palace player. And I think his dad was a groundsman at the den, Chatterton, uh, Len, Len Chatterton. That's right, I can't remember now. But uh, McCleary, um, I, obviously conventional defender, but I'm just looking at the... Um, the number of defenders, we, the conventional defenders we had in the team. I'm going to guess that Alan McCleary played further forwards in midfield. I could be wrong. If you were there that night, do correct me. I might be talking absolute piffle. Um, but I think McCleary would have been further forward in midfield. Uh, Anton Tudakovsky, a left side, a big favourite. Then I really heard a bad word about Anton on the left. And Steve Lovell, I would guess, midfielder right. He could play in various positions. He's listed on the Mill History website. Um, as full-back midfielder striker, Mr. All-Purpose. Um, up front, Bremner, um, substituted by young Teddy Sheringham. Kevin Bremner, sub- substituted by a very young Teddy Sheringham at this point. And, and Dean Neal in the forward line. Um, interesting competition, the Associate Members' Cup. Um, sparsely, as sparsely attended then as it is today, where of course it's known, is it called the Leasing.com Trophy now? Let's have a quick look. Whilst I'm online here, the EFL Trophy, forgive me, um, known as the Leasing.com Trophy for sponsorship reasons. This is this year. This is um, derived from the, well, it's the same competition essentially as the Associate Members Cup. The idea being in the Football League that the there were full members um, who were the top two divisions originally, first and second division. They were the full members, you know, the big boys. And then the third and fourth divisions were known as the associate members. This this still continues apparently. Um, the modern name for the uh, associate members cup for the lower divisions, the old third and fourth divisions, as a cup com- knockout competition, it became under various guises over time. It was known as the Freight Rover Trophy. It was known as the the Sherpa Van Trophy in the eighties. Leyland Daft Cup, 89, 80, uh, 90, 91, 92. The Autoglass Trophy in the 90s, the, famously for us, Millwall. The Auto Windscreen Shield, um, the LDV Vans Trophy in the early 2000s. The Johnstones Paint Trophy, 
late 2000s until quite recently, 2015-16, Checker Trade, which is quite a good website, incidentally, Checker Trade. I used it for, we got some patio work done last summer. And then currently is the leasing.com. I guess, I don't know what leasing is. I, I imagine vehicles or, or plant, that, that kind. Um, so various sponsors. It has survived. It's, it's an odd competition. Um, it was preceded by a competition we actually won, an ill-fated competition. It only ran for two years called the, the Football League Group Cup. And it ran for two seasons in 81-82 and then 80. 283, which was a season where Millwall were strangely victorious. I say strange, I don't know why I'm saying strangely, it's not strange at all. Um, but we actually won it that year. That was that was a 32-team competition. I would guess, and I don't know, um, but I'm guessing that these were the highest placed teams subject to various um, you know, um, caveats. Um, so the two from the first division that season, 82-83, Norwich and Watford. Um, a bunch from the, um, the second division and uh, Mill in the third division and, and more in the fourth division. So um, we actually won it um, in 82-83. Um, it's known as the Football League Group Cup. And we beat Lincoln City famously in the final, played at a rather unromantic venue of Sinsill Bank, Lincoln City, on Wednesday the 20th of April 83. That was a 3-2 win for that Millwall team. Um, and you know, if you ever, ever want a pub question, ask um, what uh, what's the only competition in football that is still held by Millwall and has never been challenged for since, and it would be the Football League Group Cup because it was actually done away with after the season we won it and replaced by the uh, the the full Associate Members Cup under its various guises since. Um, an ill-loved competition, obviously recently the. It's for lower league clubs, and it was intended as a, as a shot at Wembley, so a big payday for, for you know third and fourth divisions. And I think on that basis, it's a really good idea. Um, I don't have, you know, it doesn't electrify the, the punters, of course, but um, there's been a couple of occasions where when you get near the final stages, and famously, from our perspective, the auto-win screen cup would, um, you know, would, would be such a, a situation. That was, a, a you know, our only appearance at the old Wembley, apart from the War Cup. And we took 50-odd thousand people there. Um, and it was a big day out. So, you know, the, the, certainly the, the kind of grandstand occasions for the um, the Four Members' Cup um, drew a crowd. For the most part, it was, as with this particular fixture we've looked at here, Mill 3, Swindon 1, it was in the low thousands, and it remained so. It's been compromised in recent years because football being football, modern football, They've decided to include B teams um, in the in the uh, under twenty one versions of B teams by another name, um, in with the, the full teams of the you know the leagues one and two, so Premier League B sides is is a, is a kind of like a um, a means to an end, isn't it? To to change the structure of football itself and a um, lot of lot of antagonism and against League Three feed on Twitter and a lot of opponents to. Um, to the competition and the principle of having B teams in with the full sides of the smaller clubs. I've, I've never actually been to any um, associate members, AWS, Sherpa Van, um, Checker Trade game. I, I, I don't go to them. I put them in the same category as friendlies in a way, and I don't go to them either. Um, 
the only exception to the rule being the occasion at Wembley, which I thought was just too too grand an occasion to pass up on in '99. So there we are. That's the um, the random fixture, the the random generator. Um, just one other point, really. The young Teddy Sheringham came into the game. I don't have any details. I couldn't find a match report on the newspaper site that I, I subscribe to. Um, but it struck me it might be just worth mentioning one Teddy Sheringham. Um, this was probably in his, one of the games in his early difficult years. 82-83, um, he's not listed as... He's made one non-playing substitute. He made four appearances, three as sub, um, scoring one goal. Difficult early years for Teddy, and we, we had this debate yesterday and a little bit online today about um, how apparent it was to um, those that saw him in his early early days to how apparent it was that he would go a long way. And just looking at these numbers, it's quite interesting because given that he would become an England striker, he would win European um, honours with Manchester United and go on to play for Spurs and various other other clubs. Um, first, after leaving us. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. His early years were difficult. He made four appearances in 83, 84. He went out on loan um, to places like Aldershot and to a, a small club in Sweden, Jurgarden. I'm sure I've not said that correctly. Um, but you look at his mill appearances, given the, the, the later glory, 83, 84, four appearances, nothing in 84, 85. I guess he was out on loan to the, the various you know, places. 85, 86, just nine appearances, nine starts, nine off the bench and four goals. And then Kapow in 86, 87, and I'm sure many will say this was because we had no other choice or very limited choices. 86, 87, he played 42 times and scored 13 goals. So still not a huge return, is it? Um, and then obviously the glory seasons, 87, 88, 22 goals, 88, 89, 11 goals, 9 goals in 89, 90, difficult um, relegation season. And then 48 appearances in the best performance I think I've possibly ever seen from a mill player. 
given that he'd been to the, the, the top flight, he stayed with us when we got relegated back to the second tier. I think it was called the, I think it was called Division 1 at that point, possibly Division 2 still, but I can't remember. Um, 33 goals in a season um, off of 48 appearances. And then he moved on, sold for £2 million in, in July 1991. There's a really nice and interesting article if you want to check it out on the Mill History website. It's under, they've got like an A to Z list of players online. Teddy Sheringham was on there. They've got some nice photos, some classic photos. Um, and some quite interesting um, interviews. It must have come from newspapers and the like or books, I don't know. I just wanted to read this to you, if I may. Um, in which, this is going back to his early years, he's talking about his relationship with George Graham, which um, is described as having clashes with first team manager George Graham, which were threatening his mill career almost before it started. And I suppose there's an indication as to how much of a threat existed. And it was being loaned to places like Aldershot and, and, the, and the Sweden, Swedish um, second or third division, um, some way down the, the, the ladder out there. But this is an interesting quote, in my opinion. Um, he says, Teddy says, I was a flash kid in those days. I was a real showboater with a repertoire of flicks and touches. I wasn't interested in scoring boring goals. They all had to come from benders into the top corner or chipping the goalkeeper or something. When they came off, they looked great. But the trouble was they didn't come off too often. George Graham soon got hold of me and told me in no, no uncertain terms, I can imagine, got hold of me and told me in no uncertain terms to cut out the fancy stuff. He used to drum it into me until I was sick of it. I'm ashamed to say that I thought I knew best. But finally, George reached the limits of his patience and gave me a right roasting. If I tried the classy shots at goal or even in training, the others told me the manager couldn't stand the sight of me. So conceited was I, I didn't appreciate he was trying to teach me a valuable lesson. So that's an interesting insight because many people... Um, don't quite, never quite took to Teddy, and I think possibly it comes from those those days. Um, I liked him. I thought, I mean, I, I thought the the season where we were playing in the in the top flight, he really came into his own. Possibly the the, the better level, higher level, played to his strengths. Don't know. Um, but he had a, yeah, he seemed to have an intelligence about him that was beyond the other players on the pitch, in my humble opinion. But I just want to um, pick up on. And another in, little insight into into the mind of Teddy Shearing. He's talking about the the profession of football itself. Um, he's saying you must never something you must never ever forget when you're a professional footballer that you have a responsibility to yourself, of course, but you also owe something to the lads you play alongside. When you're playing for money, money that can make a difference to people's lives. And there's an example. I think he's talking about this is uh, Sweden, so he's getting small money out there, forty pounds for a draw and 80 quid for a win. But when you're playing for money, says Terry, you really have to try to win every time you set foot on the pitch because it mattered to players whose livelihoods depending on that. So for the first time in Sweden, he says the importance of what George Graham had been trying to tell him began to dawn on me. It truly didn't matter how you get the ball in the back of the net. And that's an interesting quote. Maybe that explains some of the um, early attitudes that maybe blighted the um, the views of many. For me, Teddy Sheringham is the best player I've seen at, in a Millwall shirts. Um, for me, it also makes him one of my favourites. But it probably other, other, others to overtake him on the favourite front slightly. But those are more sentimental reasons. 
in terms of actual um, ruthless goal scoring, I can never ever get past his performance in that last season in Division 2. So there we are, Teddy Sheringham, a substitute for Kevin Bremner in a 3-1 win in the, uh, the Associate Members' Cup in uh, 1984, 20, um, 20, 20, 20, 27th of March, 1984, in front of just 2,112. Um, whilst we've all got some time on our hands. I hope it's um, entertaining for people. Um, just to reiterate that we always want to hear from you. If you want to email me with ideas, suggestions, or if you want to come on the show, I'm happy to talk to people. I'd, lo I'd love to keep in touch. It's nice to talk about old fixtures. And if you want to do one of these um, favourite fixtures or, you know, favourite players, or anything of that kind, give me a shout. The email is achtungmilwall, A-C-H. T-U-N-G, I always take it for granted people know how to spell Achtung, it's just me, Achtung Millwall, all one word, at gmail.com, you can get hold of me on, on Twitter, um, at CBL capitals underscore Millwall, uh, something that's not, is it, CBL, <laughs> uh, forget my own Twitter handle, it's at CBL capitals underscore magazine, or you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail message do you can do that if all else fails leave me a voicemail message that's 0208 144 0232 really appreciate you listening to the show hope you enjoyed it and we might do another one like this tomorrow wham bam thank you ma'am Achtung Millwall and the Real Millwall Fan Show are the number one Millwall podcast and we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts, your views, your rants about all things Millwall. We've got email, achtungmillwall at gmail.com. All one word, achtungmillwall at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us and leave us a voicemail on 0208 144 0232. That's 0208 144 0232 leave us a voicemail no human will be involved in the receipt of your message so give us a shout tell us what you think about all things Millwall and the best messages will be read out on air Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.